This following episode contains spoilers for the film or films being discussed. You have been warned. We all remember the big moments in the movies we see. The big set pieces, the famous dialogue, the twists, the naked times. But film is an entity made up of hundreds of little moments that either make them special or relegate them to obscurity. We are here to talk about those moments. Welcome to Movie Microscope. Kick it, Movie Microscope. Today's episode is The Bone Collector. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest movie, Microscope. My name is Nick Nunzad, and I'm your gracious host. Alongside me, the estimable Justin Waddell. Justin, how are you doing? I'm all right. How are you doing? Super. Yep. Folks are really excited about this one. We've gotten a lot of emails, a lot of voicemails begging us to do this one. And we put some teasers out there on the, on the boards, and people took guesses. We heard Inception and The Bed That Eats People and uh, what else? That might be it. What were some of the clues that we gave them? You said bedhead. I said there's a lot. Yeah, you know, some bedhead in this. Yeah, there is. Yeah, and then there's uh, a train that gets stopped. And then you said that it's a good title for the Predator. And what else? Pretty Woman. And Pretty. <laughs> well, as you as you guys have clicked already, it's the Bone Collector, the Philip Noyce 1999 joint starring Denzel Washington, Angelina Jolie, Leland Orser, Queen Latifah, Mike McGlone. Ed O'Neill and Mr. Michael Rooker. MR. Who else? Anybody else? A lot of people in this movie. Uh, there's that guy Brian something Henry. Nope. Yeah, he he he's remember he's the friend at the at the start that's sad. The doctor? Yeah. Yeah. He was in um that movie with with uh Kevin Klein's wife Phoebe Cates. Yeah. It's like a movie where they were yeah, it's like a not a playing it's like a playing by heart or it's like a like an adult sex comedy kind of thing. Oh yeah. I never I don't know I don't know many Phoebe Cates movies other than Gremlins. Yeah. Fast Times and Drop Dead Fred. <sighs> Did I get them all? No, she's done plenty. I know. Do you like Phoebe or Kevin better? I love Kevin. I love them both. But I love Kevin. Kevin Klein, you know his her their their daughter, one Greta Klein. Is she an actress? She's a musician. Huh. Sure, she's super talented. I like her music. All right. I didn't even know that she was their daughter. Greta? I think her name's Greta Klein. It's not good. They, it was going to be great, and they misspelled it. I've been there. I'm trying to look. I, for some reason, I cannot think of the title of her band, but the name of her band, but. Greta Van Fleet? No. But I like them. I actually own some of their stuff. What is it? Oh, Frankie Cosmos. Mm-hmm. I'm getting old. I can't remember. Well, you're getting old if you're listening to bands like that. Anyway, I just want to tell you, this is an important, actually an important movie to, for me. Okay. Like an emotional movie. Okay. 
Why? I used to drive a Lincoln Rhyme. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so if you guys don't know what the movie Microscope is, it's a show where we zoom in. Bobby Cannavale's in it, too. Mm-hmm. Um, early, early Cannavale. It may be, I mean, how early? Pretty early, right? We, uh, we watch a film uh, through a scrimshaw, and... Uh, we we, we, we we really enrich ourselves into it and glean for those little moments that make or break, you know, and then we take them and we, we cauterize them and share them with you. So if we're talking about the page master, <laughs> we would be talking about the part where the little wizardy Macaulay Culkin finds out he's not just wet behind the ears. We talk about the s- smaller moments. <laughs> Have you seen the page master? I have not. That was a franchise. Like they, they probably wanted to kick a franchise off with that, right? I remember there was a Nintendo cartridge. It's like pre Harry Potter, right? I mean, this well, is like, yeah, they were just. I don't know much about it, but was he a wizard? I think he was. I think he was some sort of little magic man. Did he? Does he? What did he? What's the page master? So he had like control over books or paper? Maybe. The page master is a, is a that's a tough moniker. It's well, not it's not cool. No, not unless he was like a pimp, or maybe he get recruited into the X Men. Beast, Colossus, Page Master, Rogue. <laughs> maybe the X Men's names aren't that cool either, though. Rogue's not that cool of a name. Rogue's not bad. Yeah. It's, uh, Rogue's it? power is cool. The the by the way, mm-hmm. directed by Joe Johnston. Really, great cast. Okay, Macaulay. Yep, Chris Lloyd, Whoop Gold, Pat Stu, Wow, Leonard Neem. Wow, Ed Begg, Mel Harris. Mel Harris in there yeah. <laughs> from Thirty Something. Yeah. Oh man, she did the Page Master. One of my favorite women named Mel. One of them. Is that Harris's wife? For real. His sister. No, I think Ed Harris is married to. Oh, he's married to the the red Amy Madigan. Yeah, is that right? Yeah, they broke up though. Why? She was Madigan. <laughs> I mean, is Mel Harris really related to his tits? I mean, has I think have to has to be right here. They have the same last name. No, but she is Cotter Smith's mom. Really? And we did a movie with Cotter Smith. Was he in like? Uh, we did a movie with that night. All right, don't tease me. What movie? I'm. I'm. His name's Cotter. Yeah. Like C O T T E R. What is it? it? Like a the animal otter with the C in yeah. front of it. That's that's how you spell it. Yeah. That's he a, was in. Uh, he, uh, he. We didn't do any of his films, but he was in some big ones. Okay. I mean, he was in. Uh, he was in the, the Post. Oh. X Two. Wow. But a movie that we need to do at some point. Cameron's Closet. Remember that. Horror film that Fangoria used to talk about, and it never—I don't think it ever—I don't remember it. Had distribution, so it's about—it's about a monster in the closet, I okay. think. Okay, and is Cotter the star? Yeah, I think he might be. Cotter, huh? What's his last name? Not Harris Smith. Why? And Mel Harris was in this movie. Cotter Smith, huh? All right. I love movies about a monster in the closet. But what was the Page Master about? He's not the star. That's fucking embarrassing. Uh, Page Master is about some book bitch. Uh, it's not a <laughs> wizard shit. Is he just like a speed reader? No, he's just he's really living in the books. 
Oh, okay. Because powers come from the pages of books. And he can go into the books, like, yeah. and live in there. I, I hope. What book would you live in, this one? Uh, would you live inside the Bone Collector? No. I would. I'd live inside the Bible. I'd be like, there's a killer in here taking people's bones. Not collecting really. them. You know, he... He is kind of collecting bones, though. He does take bones. No, because he he leaves them behind. He does, but he does surgically remove them while the people are aware, and in I guess incapacitated, right? I mean, obviously, they should call him the bone remover, not the bone collector, because he 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 shares with the police his bones. There's a scene in this one. Jolie, Angelina Jolie, is collecting the bones up at a crime scene. I thought she was doing more bone collection in this movie. Do you yeah. agree? Yeah, I mean, well. Who does the most bone collecting in this? Well, I mean, according to the box office numbers, the studio. Nice. There's yeah. a hit. Now, I know this is a big movie for you. I said, like, for me, I'm emotionally connected. But you were angry the other day because you, they had d- dared to remake a classic for TV. They, yeah. You were kicking trash cans because yep. you saw that they made a Lincoln Rhyme TV series. Yeah. Well, I don't like that actor they got playing him. I forgot his name. He's boring as shit. He's a super boring. You don't like him, huh? But they got a, they got a. It's like they're just this is this is a, from a long line of book. It's a book series, right? The first one. This is the first one, and the and it's the, an early Zoom for everybody. And so then they have if this if this is a hit, if this Lincoln Rhyme uh, series mini series or whatever it is a hit, they can go on to those other books. Yeah, where there's more than just bone collecting happening. What a waste of of a great hip hop name. <laughs> the Bone Collector? Lincoln Rhyme. <laughs> That's all rap is, man. They're Lincoln Rhyme. That's all they're doing. Does the does the Gettysburg address have any I'm catchy sure. lyrics in it? Yeah. Maybe. Lincoln Crime is what happened to him. Um got shot. Yeah. Zoom in. Yeah, he died. A shot in the ear. I don't remember that. Who? The, I don't remember reading about where he got shot. Abraham Lincoln? Yeah. He got shot in the ear. I mean, in that painting. He got shot. Like, they shot him. Uh, John Wilkes Booth shot him in the ear when he was trying to listen to the play. Like, did it hard? Shot him hard in the ear? I think so. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not exactly. I think there was a probably brain involved as well. I don't okay. mean to make light, but he I did, just didn't know if he got shot hard. The he shot him in the ear. I remember that was a big deal. Yeah, he pulled the trigger all the way and shot hard. All right, that explains why his his term was interrupted. It was. Um, uh, this movie kicks off with a, a dream sequence, like Luke on Dagobah, where I thought it was a flashback. It, it was a flashback to where uh, you see Lincoln Rhyme. Uh, a fully mobile Lincoln Rhyme. Yeah. Walking in a crime scene, going to kind of rescue what it looks like a downed uh, policeman in a collapsed, I don't know, it looks like a collapsed bridge or something. Some stupid or shit. Some tunnel. So he's crawling around in there, and then when he gets to the body, he grabs it, and it's him. It's Lincoln Rhyme. Oh, is that what it was? Uh-huh. And he sees the face, and it's like, you know, like Luke. But then something crashes down, and, and then we, we cut to Lincoln Rhyme in a, in a bed, and he is... A quad. He is, but he's a shitty quadriplegic. What do you mean? He can move his finger. He says that he's got some movement. He got movement. I mean, I could tell you exactly what he said. All right, let's hear it. I got one finger, two shoulders, and a brain. Right. But he also can move his face. He can, and his neck. 
Mm-hmm. He could bite. He could definitely bite. Yeah. And he... Uh, he's a convenient paraplegic. But he's depressed because he... A quadriplegic. Uh, obviously, he's been in this state for a while, and uh, he is uh, not loving life. And at the beginning of the movie, he is talking about ending his life with a friend of his. Yeah, which is... I thought the film would have been perfect if that's just what happened. Mm-hmm. He said he wants to make the final transition on his own terms. Yeah, and then the guy says, I'm going to a medical conference over the weekend. Mm-hmm. You'll be back Sunday. I think it would have been... An amazing movie. If 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 he's like, tell you what, I'm going to postpone that conference. Kills rhyme, and then we get to watch something else. <laughs> so yeah, so the the arc this character has in this movie is that he wants to die. He feels ha- helpless. He feels like his life's over. He's he actually is also enduring a series of debil- debilitating strokes. So yeah. it's not like he's just, uh, you know, he can't move, but he's okay. He's actually he has a bunch of strokes. Yeah. He's not loving life, but at the end of the movie, he finds. A new zest for life because he because um, he made a young girl saw off somebody's hands. He tried to, yeah, she wouldn't do it. Um, but he falls in love with Angelina Jolie. Who was your favorite character on Deliberating Strokes? <laughs> Gary Cole is he on that? <laughs> um, d- uh, Deliberating. <laughs> so the movie kicks off also with well, so you, you see you see Lincoln Rhyme in bed bumming out. And but we get to discover his amazing software. He does. He has a his whole uh, his whole setup is great. He's got a lot of monitors. He's got Queen Latifah, who is his nurse. He named Thelma, and he She's he's fine. he's got a straw that he can blow into and does several things. Yeah, he's uh, and he gets to yell at his his monitor. Did you think that was a Caprice on it first? Yes. Yeah. 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 It turned out it was a, it was female, but we get to hear bed mode. We get to hear phone mode, bed he, controls. Yeah, he goes. He goes bed mode. This is that doesn't roll off the tongue. No, it's fine. Yeah. Um, he also is. He, he even though he's depressed, he's got the quips. So people will be like, uh, "You take it easy, Lincoln," and he'll say, "I'll take it any way I can get it." Yeah, and then his buddy's like, uh, "You know, don't get up or whatever." Yeah, he goes. Yeah. Uh, He's like, I'm going for a run, or tell him, tell him I'm out running. Like yeah. he's always like making jokes about he's his like, condition. He's like, hey, hey, don't get pinned under like a a piece of concrete. He's like, I won't. Did that remind you of um, what's daylight? the daylight? That little yeah. scene when they're crawling around the concrete. Yeah. All right. So it also at the beginning, you see this cab pick up this uh, wealthy couple from the airport. Um, they get in a cab and then they wake up. For some reason, they're sleeping in the back of the cab. It's an early morning pickup. They just flown. They were tired. Yeah, they were the tired. But they were napping, both of them, in the back of this cab. And they wake up, and they realize that the cab is taking them to somewhere they didn't ask. Here's the first stretch of science fiction in this mm-hmm. film. We find out the guy is a billionaire. Right. I think maybe he'd take a private jet on his terms and maybe take a private limo on his terms. Not a cab with a monkey hanging from the da- the window. <laughs> That's the... Mirror. The bone collector, they don't really go into it. Oh, Brownwall. Sort of. The the bone collector doesn't, the, he's a a killer and he has a cab. Um, and he also has this thing dangling from his rear view. That's legitimately a Brownwall. Yeah. And uh, it, it looks like a little, yeah, it's a little monkey. And yeah. that's supposed to be ominous. But That was a big part of the marketing for the yeah, film. Yeah, was it? Yeah. But they don't really go into it. And it no. doesn't have any significance other than it just tells you that it's it's his cab. Um, anyway, so he picks up this couple. They try. They get mad. They're like, he won't talk to them. And he's like, what? It's Mr. You? and Mrs. Rubin. Oh, that's their names. Zoom in. 
and uh, they try to get out of the cab, but it's locked. And then the um, the locks are actually sharp. That you know when they're trying to pull up the locks yeah. to get out, and they're sharp, and they they freak out. They're screaming and crying, and then then they then they, their he, bones are collected. Yeah. Well, he collects the the father's bones first. Well, the, here's what's cool: the man's bones first. Um, the guy's name is Alan Rubin. Yeah. And see, that hit me hard because the guy that owns. The cigar company mm-hmm. that Chris, our buddy Chris, works for, mm-hmm. is named Alan Rubin. I don't. Know you know an Alan Rubin, huh? Yeah. Do you know Lincoln Rhyme? I don't. Be great uh, if you did. Yeah. But Lincoln is parked throughout the movie. Um, <laughs> so the next time we see Alan Rubin, we see his fist, see his his outstretched. Hand. So uh, the call comes in, little uh, gentleman. Uh, and uh, call the police, and he and he said he, he sees he he sees a dead body or something. He sees something out. So Angelina Jolie plays a a cop, an ex model, ex child model, now a cop, beat cop, and um, she goes to investigate this call, and uh, she finds a hand sticking out of the ground, and then she finds a face sticking out of the ground. Well, the, the hand is, and one of the fingers is shaved down. Yep. to the bone. And the ring, there's a ring on it. Ring dangling off of it. Yeah. And, and and we instantly find out that not only is Angelina Jolie just a beat cop, but she's employed a dog shit accent in this movie. You know, you know, like it. It's it's weak. And she kind of tones it down later on. I'm gonna throw a compliment at her real quick though. Her yeah. hair game. You like it? I do. It's all over the place. It's, she's got a lot of good hair in this. She's a very pretty uh, lass. I thought she's kind of good in this movie. You didn't like her. She's else? all right. Her and Denzel certainly have a chemistry. It's weird. It's a weird thing. Because they really make... Um, we'll, we'll get to it, but they make a kind of a big to-do out of their uh, of their chemistry, that, which they do have. Right. They actually have... they got some heat. But Denzel cannot move a muscle. We can move a couple. Well, is that why you think they threw in the finger? There's a possibility. Yeah. But I think there's got to be some sort of a command that on that straw... That gives her what she needs. Do you think so? I think so. Do you think it, do you think bed controls mean something else? Or? Maybe. Yeah. yeah. I once saw. I remember that show uh, Saint Elsewhere. Yeah. Uh, there's a episode where this guy um, couldn't get an erection, and so then they insert a balloon in his penis, and he can control it. He can inflate it to yeah. get an erection. Do you remember this? No, but that's common now. And so then, of course, it pops. Oh. At some point. But I wonder if it's common now. Oh yeah. What do you mean? Actually, I know somebody that has one, for real. I don't. I'm not friends with this person. Alan Rubin. No. So Alan Tubin. You you know someone that has a balloon. There's in a this? cigar shop owner in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, or something like that that oh. has a bull penis pump grower. Put it in there, and so you can you have a little pump, and you pump it up. Yeah. So he be- pumped in the in the in the show. He pumped it too hard and popped it. Yeah. But um. It happens. But I was just thinking maybe Lincoln. I just think that, you know, she could find something. I guess. Or, I mean, but, of course, her character is troubled. Well, she So is. maybe she doesn't want that kind of relationship, so he kind of completes her in a way. I, I think that's kind of what they're implying. They At the beginning of the movie, she's yeah, at a windowsill drinking coffee. She had just uh, woken up from a night of passion with a fellow cop played by... Bobby Cannavale looking duff. Looking duff. Shirtless. Looking young, looking young, not handsome man. Currently, not he's wasn't at, at his overacting stage at that point. Did you see that? Uh, what he had on his shoulder? 
Meet a real tattoo. How do you know it was real? It has to be. What was it of? Because it was dumb. Oh. It's a sun, like a sunburst or like half a sun. And it has some words in it. Like uh, from I couldn't zoom in hard enough. What do you think it would say? Oh, like the, the, the earth, the celestial sun. Yes. Um, what do you think it was? Somebody's sunbursting. No, but it has, I noticed there was some writing. I know. I couldn't figure out what it was. It's like you and me, Ma. Could be. Or like, uh, it's hot. (laughs) (laughs) Tattoo artist, like, what do you want to say on here? Let's put it's hot. Yeah, in Latin. (laughs) Yeah, in Latin. Yeah, so he's got a, it's got a a shoulder sun. Yeah. And he, and that's going to be, so we put tattoos on each other. Yeah, like we put, we can, at the end of the show, right? We do the tattoos. What tattoo would you get? That's a there's a tattoo featured in this. It's yeah. like an easy get. I did not notice it. I was too busy looking at his perfect chest hair. Got and I was astounded that he was acting and it wasn't annoying me. Cuz I Bobby Cannavale went You really don't like him. I he is so overt. Did you like him in the Irishman? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I thought he was uh, he he was almost impossible in was it Boardwalk? I didn't see Boardwalk. There's one thing he was in where he just really just took me completely. Probably away. Boardwalk. He yeah, played bad guy in there, right? But they find a fist in this movie, which I love. And then, I mean, you mentioned this on the boards. She stops a goddamn train. She does. So when she's digging, she's revealing a face in the, in the rock. Which you'll see that image on uh, our Instagram. And it's a, it's actually kind of a disturbing image, I'd say. What do you think? Well, he's because he's got all gathered stuff in it. Yeah, and it's got, like it's like the, it's Wolfenesque. He looks real dead. Yeah, she didn't need to check for a pulse. Like yeah. he like he looked like he got drowned in rock. Yeah. And so then she looks, and on the train tracks, she sees, like, a pile of something. It's like a message or something. Yeah. Like, something that's obviously been left there. And so the train's coming, going to run it over, and she jumps in front of it, starts waving her arms. Yep. And saying, stop the, you know, and her flashlight over, stop the train, and it does stop. Which pisses off Michael Rooker, but pleases greatly Lincoln Ryan. Well, Lincoln Ryan, yeah, so she... Lincoln Rhyme is not interested in this case at first. He wants to leave the world. Ed, o- Ed, Ed O'Neill comes and, and says, hey, I got this mysterious case with mysterious clues, and Lincoln Rhyme said, I'm done. He's I, charming in this movie, Ed O'Neill. He's all, His I, hair is nightmare. I love him. Yeah. And, and he's got a great piece of side. He's got a great side piece. What do you mean? In this movie. Mike McGlough. Yeah. One of your all-time favorites. I you love, love he, him. Yeah. I love him from the smallest sample size possible. It, it, you know, some would say that it's an un, it's an unnatural love because he has been in so few things. He has been in the the Brothers McMullen. Yeah, she's the one. And then he does uh, commercials. commercials. Yeah, he does the awful Geico commercials. Right, but he's actually must be making some serious. He's almost like the flow of progressive for those commercials. Nobody know? is better than our boy though, Dean Winters. Nobody. He's the best pitchman of all time. He's well. He's always he's good in everything. I know, so, but his that's an actual ad campaign that is just fantastic. He's Mayhem. so he's so good that Tina Fey came on board, and and he was the best part of that where he's licking her and shit. Well, you know they have a, that history on Thirty Rock, right? No, he he was on that show. Yeah, he was her boy. His yeah, the pager Dennis the pager king or something. And he was what, amazing. On and that he show. was he was great on uh, Rescue Me. He's always been good. great in Oz. He's like been good in everything I've seen him in. He's he was, always yep. funny, and I don't know. He was great in that Rat Pack Christmas movie. <laughs> what? Dean so, Winters. So, so Mike McGlone's in this, and he plays a um, 
He did, he he's a chameleon. This guy. He really changed his look. He he's interested in, to meet Lincoln Rhymes. Lincoln Rhymes is like another one of these rookies. Yeah, like, it's, where do you find these people? Him. And then when Jolie shows up. He's interested because she stopped the train. She protected the evidence. She took pictures. She she sends the the little boy that called her is hiding around the crime scene, and she sends gives him some money and sends him out for a camera, like a disposable camera, yeah. much like Scrooge. That's exactly what they were thinking. You, you think it's a little tribute to Scrooge yeah, sending that was. kid to get the yeah. the ham or the turkey, whatever you got orders yeah. Christmas just, ham. Yeah, and just like the buried man with his face barely sticking out from Scrooge. <laughs> McGlone's great because he comes off as a sleaze ball early on, and 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 they try to make him look like a potential. Like, there's a scene, and there's a scene for every character in this movie that they're trying to paint them as a potential bad guy. Right. And McGlone's a little bit, a little bit too attracted to Angelina, a little bit too nerdy about Lincoln Rhymes. So that's where he causes his little. You get your well, little he's definitely in. there to for for Angelina. He wants to. Uh, like obviously, he's interested in her. Kind of those like. Uh, supporting her and give her throwing her compliments, but he's not greasy about it. I'm sorry, no, I, what do we we could call her Angelina, but her she has a character's name. Yeah, character. Yeah, it's like uh, it's like some other dumb name, it's Amelia a, or some stupid shit. It's like Amelia Sachs. Yeah, like Amelia Sachs in the book. Amelia Donahoe or Donahue. Yeah, a million balls. I think it's. But it, you know they're all. You know they're they're paying her compliments because they. And she's mad. She, Lincoln Rhyme wants to work with. He wants to work with her, and she's not into it. She's like, "I just took these pictures. I don't. I you know. I want to work with kids. Like she, Amelia or Donahue. with youth. Amelia, yeah, right. Um, she doesn't want to have any part. She thinks that uh, Lincoln Rhyme's too pushy, and that he's gets. You know, he's he's cantankerous, and and she doesn't want to go investigate murders. And and the real reason behind that that he later figures out is because her dad. Also, a cop killed himself. Yeah, and she's not over it. So, rare. and as soon as he confronts her about that, she immediately is sexually attracted to him. That's what happens. Like she's mad at him. She doesn't want to be with him. Doesn't want to be around him. He confronts her about that, and then she's all yeah. Heat. She swipes. She swipes right on his dead dick. <laughs> you want to hear something weird? They and do something have like a, yeah. Go ahead. Mike McGlone, when you go to IMDb, best known for the Bone Collector. That's a that's a hard truth. That's not true though. I'm just telling you what it says. Isn't it like the best known for? It has to be Brothers McMullen, right? I guess nobody really watches that movie anymore. No, it's a shame. I'll tell you what though. Can I? That movie, She's the One, mm-hmm. is one of the unsung great movies. Yeah, Cameron Diaz. She's in it. Aniston, I think. Yeah, great Tom Petty soundtrack. But McGlone in that movie is... He's your favorite and part Mahoney of that movie. too. Yeah, he's, he is. Mahoney's in there? Mahoney's in there. Uh, yeah, he's the dad. And we didn't say his name Eddie yet. Burns. Do we need to say it? Nobody Burns. needs to be told Eddie Burns is out there. I think one one of the things we should do on the show is just do it like a Edward Burns month and just every movie is Edward Burns. <laughs> it may be, As I say it, I start to kind of gag. Yeah, I, I mean... Could, you, could we do it? Could we watch the same film over and over with different names? <laughs> over and over again? Is he still making those movies? Yes, Edward? He is. Yeah. Remember when he went to TV and did the same movie on TV? I think he. I think he's actually gotten to the point where he's alienated Patreon and and every other donation interface, which is embarrassing. His movies do go straight to a thumb drive now, so you can. Yeah. Actually, they 
they go straight to his 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 uh, the hard drive in his editing suite. He says where they uh, remain. He said he doesn't like to put his movie up for digital movies up for digital downloads. He's there's something about it that doesn't strike him. Yeah, right. He's like, I'm waiting for the Victrola to come back. <laughs> is, he, he still, is he still making movies? I mean, he has to, right? I'm going to tell you what his next movie as a director is. Yeah. Oof. They, oof. Tell you what, though. He tried to be an actor. I'm a fan. I know you love him. Even, uh, he tried to be just an actor. Like, he was a yeah, working actor. Even horror rejected him. He was in the... He was Vacancy? He was in the movie... Wasn't he in Vacancy? One Miss Call. Oh. The remake. Who was in Vacancy? It was That would be Luke Wilson. I can see I can get those confused. So, uh, oh, God. So, he has done... He did a Tom Seaver movie. That's weird. Uh, that's a documentary. And then he did a, a movie called Beneath the Blue Suburban Skies, where... I could only imagine he has an attractive younger girlfriend and he's having trouble coping with growing up. I'm just going to take a wild spin. <laughs> Anyhow. Do you want me to read the, nah, the we're good. summary? No, nah, we're good. Um, it looks like it's the, he shot it in black and white, which... Can't afford color anymore. <laughs> Actually, he did shoot it in color and then color quit. <laughs> quit the movie. Ed Burns, huh? He sexually harassed color. <laughs> <laughs> Alienated. So, color. Lincoln right. Rhyme guilt trips Angelina into working for him. Yeah, he says that she's got, she got a certain, she read his book and obviously absorbed. Nonplussed about it. Yeah, but she, she's like, eh. And she, she knows who he is, but she's not interested. Um, but the what she shows in that initial crime scene, the way she treats it, the way she, quote unquote, Walks the grid, as they later put it. Uh, a, they make a him. big deal about that. They do. They, they, they're talking. And then there's a shot of a lot of people with admir- adm- admiring grins on their face. They there, cut to everybody like being like proud of her. I know. It's embarrassing. You know what it reminded me of the initial. Uh, her when walk- Nick. I know exactly what you're gonna say when she's walking through the crime scene. Yeah, when she's walking the grid. Go ahead and tell me what you think. It was like John Claude Van Damme and Hard Target. Okay, remember when he. Yeah, examines the. Uh, that's different than what I was. Thinking. I thought you were talking about when Nick Nolte pours cum on a dead person's ass. There is a beaker in this with white substance. I, and, and, at yeah, some and it's point. Louis Guzman, and it, and it's fucking cow marrow or something. Did it remind you of that? Absolutely. It's of course like, it wow, did. that's. Some, I thought of it. I was like, I, man, that is not a. There's not a lot of motility there. So anyway, Lincoln Rhyme, you know he. What happens? He has to send Jolie out as his uh, surrogate, right? So it's her as his body. But he stays behind in the uh, in the war room because he can't move. Yeah, uh, he's just in the bed the whole time, and so and every once in a while he has a stroke. It's it's <laughs> awful, but um, it's a shit smelling room too. That's something they don't talk about in the movie. That's got to be a shit smelling room. At one point they show his catheter. They only show it once. Yeah, well it gets pinned and the peepee's in it, and it, and he's having a stroke. But that you know that he is ass in that bedpan d- <laughs> deep. Doesn't matter because. He's Denzel, and Denzel is smoldering. Yeah. He's looking good in this. Yeah, with his little crying sequence where he has little tears of sad. Yeah, of course. It's great. But yeah. here, here's the thing. He has a cat, like a little thing he does in this. I sent Nick, as he was watching it today, because I watched it last night, uh, that said, he says, 
you know, he gets interested in the details, the crime scene, and he, the photos, and he goes, zoom, zoom. A lot of zoom. zoom. He does it three times. He says zoom. He does it in two different scenes. Too. Then he turned to the camera, winked. Like he knew someday <laughs> yeah. the microscope would be zooming in. He does say enhance at one point, too. Yes. But I enjoy zoom. Yeah, and the funny thing is, is the technology of 1999 is, is pretty sad. Yeah, it looks like there's like a... Windows ninety five. It reminds me of when you're playing like when when you're playing one of those old like Commodore sixty four games when they had the jacked up chassis for whatever interface. So good. So Jolie, the second crime scene. So the 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 guy died, and then the woman at the beginning. You got the steam death. She gets the steam death. She gets tied to, and the whole thing is the bone collector leaves them clues. These like very archaic. Somebody else is in this movie, by the way. Leland Orser. Leland Orser. He plays the killer. And also the person that is like the the the, the tech, yeah, uh, some kind of tech, some kind of monitor tech. I don't yeah. know what uh, nurse or something. And so um, he's like Dexter, sort of. And he sends. Uh, so anyway, so the the woman is the next. They know she's going to die at a certain point. They figure they they kind of figure out where she is because he's these leaving clues. clues with all these fucked up. Dumb. Louis Guzman's in there. He's like some kind of really smart. Except for the part where they try to make him look like potentially the bad guy. <laughs> so, anyway, they run down, and this this woman she gets a bone pulled out of her arm, and then she uh, gets a face straight to like this pipe, and so you know things are. And she's handcuffed; it's not looking good. And then the steam rolls through and, and burns. Yeah, but they they have been they're operating under the illusion that they have a ticking clock to save her, and, yeah. and so they get to the wall where she's trapped behind, and they can't get to her. And so they get to listen to. They her don't really sizzle. try, though. You know, you think they'd be trying to knock down that wall, but they're just kind of looking in. I there. like how Angelina says that there's no way in, when obviously there is because she's in there, and and the and the bone collector was in there. Well, and then later, after the woman is steamed to death, they they just sledgehammer the wall down to get to her. Oh, that's how you get into yeah, a steam I, woman. I guess so. So, um, but anyway, so Denzel or Lincoln says you need to walk the grid. And tell me what you see. Like so, uh, Jolie's in there, and she's very emotional in these crime scenes. Well, she's, technically, the walk in the grid sequence is for the other death. It's not this one. No, I thought there was a couple. The, grid. Well, there may be, but the, the the big walk the grid moments later. Oh, she says it. She says, "I gotta walk the grid." I gotta walk. He the tells other, her to walk yeah. the grid, which is that's yeah, that's 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 slang. That's and, what she jerks off thinking. about She's him. refusing to walk the grid. Like she's very hesitant, and so then she's kind of doing what he says, taking pictures, telling him what he sees. Or hear him what she sees, and then he says the big, the yeah. deal breaker. Yeah, you need to saw off her hands. Saw off her hands. And Which she, I'm not a. I've never done much police research. That's probably not something they they ask you to do. Well, his excuse because she's she box at it. She doesn't just start going right away. Um, he says that she doesn't want the other cops to come in and, ta- and, and tamper with the evidence. Yeah. So you need to cut. Cut off her hands, yeah, and bring them to him, which sounds strange. I think it'd been better if he goes soft for hands. She goes, I already did. He goes, I was joking. And he really just wants not the hands, but the handcuffs. Yeah, and they're these ancient handcuffs. He wants to see if there's any prints on yeah. them. The thing is, she doesn't do it, and I wasn't surprised. <laughs> Were you? It, I would have liked that in real time. Yeah, she doesn't saw the hands off, but I have to say, made it made it come off easy. The steam it steamed up like that. Yeah, she might have been softened. Yeah, maybe just, just they would have may, may have fallen off on their own. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, she leaves. She runs home. He's like, also blow her head up. 
Like, just shatter it with an axe. She runs her uh, runs home, and she starts immediately washing her hands with Clorox yeah. bleach. Yeah. That can't be good for skin, you know. What'd you think of that part? She well, I know that her motivation was she's like pretend that your hands are John Voight. <laughs> so there's a part where this also struck. You know, we were talking about walk the grid. This part stuck out to me too. Is um, Luis Guzman is uh, having trouble with this dirt that they found. He doesn't know what it is. The sand that they found. It's not sand. He and so then. Denzel says he's looking you, at it on a molecular level and he sees those crystals he's like he, I know something's going on. there's some fucking shellfish in this noise something weird and he and and Denzel says can you individuate it <laughs> to which Louise Guzman says oh yeah I forgot I need to individuate this and so he does and that's when they get their clue and it turns out, yeah I, I individuated oysters the other night <laughs> yeah I get it and, and then, then Denzel says something like he said he tries to bet his legs on it. I'm just looking at my notes. And then and then Edward Kowalczyk comes out and says, pain lies on the riverside because rat death is there. Oh, so the second death in this movie is harsh. Probably one of the finer CGI rat sequences. You think so? Yeah. And so this... Maybe the only one. Young man's picked up from a club, and I noticed this, by the way, when Jolie... It's a one-two punch for us. When Jolie goes home, and wa- after she washes her hand hands in the um, Clorox bleach she gets up cuddles up on the couch in a big sweater so wicked feet alert cut to the bar there's a dude in the bar rubbing someone's feet oh my god two a one two wicked feet punch and then uh, so this guy leaves the bar and he and he gets in the, unfortunately he gets in the killer's cab yeah the killer kidnaps him um, cuts him up and leaves him for the rats to kill which the rats too. Yeah, and and it's great because that's the big that's the big ass scene where she comes out of the closet as the ultimate bone collector earpiece. And she's yeah. walking and walking the grid and all that, and there's this there's shots of everybody being proud, and the worst of it. I do not need to see them cutting to Queen Latifah working her puzzle. Oh, I got something to say about being this. proud of Angelina. I, I got something to say about okay. that. Okay, okay. Well, first of all, getting back to the rat guy, he's wearing a like he has like a live rat shirt on him. That's not looking good. Like, he's looking dead. Yeah. Um, she he, breaks the law. She shoots a rat. She shoots a rat and, 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 and sends everybody to contaminate the crime scene. Right. She shoots a rat off of a pipe, which is a good shot. Yeah, but it's also unnecessary. So they cut the Latifah putting a puzzle together. She has to fill out a report for that, by the way. And later they say uh, Denzel calls her the queen of puzzles, right? That's what Latifah means in English. But if you notice, the puzzle she's putting together is a 500-piece puzzle. That is not a complicated puzzle. And she's been working on it since she med school. She didn't look like she just... <laughs> I'm just saying, like, the queen of puzzles, if she was really that good, at least a 1,000, right? Well, keep in mind, too, Denzel could barely turn his head. It, it could be any puzzle over there. That's he, true. He don't know. I mean, she kept saying, like... You puzzle think- mode. Oh, shit. You're like the court jester puzzles what are you working on over there oh man this 2000 piece puzzle is rough yeah and they're all the same color it's like the fucking <laughs> like the fucking ben affleck i didn't think it was too. it was cool that when she pieced it uh the puzzle together which put the last piece it was leland or or stabbing her in the stomach that was the puzzle that she's putting together Do you know what the very best part about that walk in the grid scene is when they're panning through all the people like being riveted there's a dude sleeping in the background in denzel's pad 
There's a, a white dude sleeping, leaning up against a pole sleeping. Just sleeping. Yeah, just sleeping his ass Nodding off. off. One of the cops just fucking could not be bothered to be a part of this. What? How have we not made like a Tron joke? We keep saying grid. Oh, no, I thought of one. But Is I was there? like, I'd rather, you know, make it stupid. I ruined it. I should have just let it flow naturally. Do you think they should have called this movie The McGlone Collector or... <laughs> Queen of puzzles. They should have, you know what? They should have. They should have kept the name, and then they they break into the villain's house, and he's got a, a bunch of Jeff Smith comics everywhere. <laughs> Did you ever read that? I hated that comic. Did you hate it? I, I just bought. It. I just bought a graphic novel for my kids. It was the because um, it was the, the critics' darling for the longest time. Uh-huh. So I finally gave in and bought it. I hated it so much. It's no Cerebus. I like service actually, yeah. even though that was dense as nut. You know what's funny is, do you remember? Do you remember finding out what uh, Lincoln Rhyme fears most? He, he he tells you what he fears most. What in this movie? A vegetative state. Oh, he does. That comes into play at the end. Yeah. But then I got my I flagged it yeah. for a movie goof. Oh, really? Yeah. We'll we'll get to it. Okay. Just remember, I got a goof on this. Yeah. Um. She she says one. Want to talk about a goof? Yeah. Yesterday it was on Stars. Today I had to pay for it. I watched it on Stars yesterday. I told Nick it's on Stars, and it flew off. I logged stars. into my Stars account, and it said you suck. And they I had to... the rights though for um, one watch by the public. Oh, so as yeah. soon as somebody watched it, it went away. <laughs> yeah, Justin got flagged in a database, and then I had to pay to rent it. I can't believe you didn't buy. How much was it to buy? Too much. It was Whoa. like fifteen bucks to buy, four to rent. Yeah, and I'm loaded, and that I still can't do it. You made the right choice. Um, and so, so let me. Here's the thing. So Jolie says, she says a line at the crime scene. She she goes, "Want to step aside so I can walk the grid?" Like yeah. she says it. Like that's the, like her. That's like the big hero. That's moment. That's the big hero moment. Yeah. So then the next scene, she's in like a bookshop, and she's looking at. She's in a library for a clue. Is it a library? Yeah, it looks like a, I thought it was a used bookstore. I got notes for this, but she dropping books all over herself. Well, like okay, first of all, yeah, director cameo, and that's yeah. Did you notice or yeah. did you read? Yeah, felt no, I saw felt noise standing there, tall ass, weird. But did the librarian remind you of anybody? I don't remember the librarian. So the guy that they make him look like the villain. Okay, and he looks like if Tobey Maguire was in the Dallas Buyers Club. He was like a, an emaciated Tobey Maguire. Really? Identical, yeah. Although, with autocorrect on my phone, it says, librarian looks like disease-riddled Tibet Maguire. Uh, <laughs> a, Tibet Maguire? Yeah. That sounds like something that Edward Burns that's would what, direct. That's what apparently what Topher Grace used to do all the time. Oh, yeah, Poker you're right. Game, yeah. But, oh, uh Tobey Maguire, a little bit of a card sharp, and yeah. apparently an asshole at the poker table. You gotta love that. And, and that like, character in Molly's Game based yeah. on him? Yeah, and he yeah. wants to ruin lives. Yeah. Which yeah. makes me kind of like him more. Well, it makes me interested. Because he was the quiet member of the Pussy Posse, and he's also throwing serious weight at the poker table. Apparently, he was quasi-amazing at poker. Like, Yeah, Molly did not like him. It's like a wonder boy. Mm-hmm. And so... And constantly acting. Not these days, yeah. producing a little bit. So, did you hear that Rami's going to direct Doctor Strange? What? Yeah. 
He's, they think he's going to direct the, you know how Derrickson rolled yeah. off of Doctor Strange? They think. Oh, Frank, do you mean the guy that liked my uh, tweet today? Who? Scott Derrickson. Oh, did he like it? Because you put it on the Emerald. Yeah, he liked it. That's I got, awesome. I got a like. Well, that's a good, it's also great. Uh, the, exor- the exercise of Emily Rose. <laughs> but he tweeted about how, I guess it was the anniversary or something. Yeah. But I like that movie a lot because I like Jennifer Carpenter a lot. And I think it's a pretty good movie. It's better than his other one. John Johnny Mac wants to do Dragged Across Concrete so bad on this show to talk about Jennifer Carpenter's role in that. Does he not like her in it? I can't remember her. She's the wife. No, we'll talk about it. We'll we'll do that episode okay. at some point. Um, all right. So getting back to this, she drops books on herself, but she realizes one of the books she she's getting is a. It's like the Bone Collector's copying these crimes from like a hundred years ago or whatever. Yeah, exactly. And that's how she finds out that he's gonna try to drown a kid and a an old man off of a bridge. And he success. He 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 completes half of his mission. <laughs> He drowns the old man. Yeah, they don't really... He, that guy's familiar, too, that actor. Yeah. Yeah. But she saves the little girl. Um, she jumps in the water with them. She's trying to hold their faces above the, yeah. the tide and all that stuff. The for girl's first words in their revivor says, Oh, how's my grandfather? <laughs> is he all right? Uh, you know what's funny is... She said, with the weird part, she said, How's my son? <laughs> they're like, What? <laughs> like, and, and then they flash cut to Bobby Cannavale's shoulder. <laughs> all right, so then, so then what? Ha- so then, all this is going on. Uh, they ruin the bone collector's plan. But she has all these cops showing up. The last time we see her interacting with cops, she's in trouble. She has no pull. She's stolen evidence. Michael Rooker wants nothing to do with her, and now oh, she's command. Pissed. Now she's commanding all these cops. He's pissed. Yeah, like. They're off running. They're they're off trying to chase who they think it is because they pulled a. But print. she has a gigantic team behind her. All of a sudden, that's a stretch. Yeah. So, well, what at the end? What happens is what happens. What happens is Leland Orser goes to kill the bone the bone collector. He goes to kill Denzel, and he dispatches with one Michael Rooker, who's been like a pain in everybody's uh, ass this whole movie. And and am I right killer. in thinking that we see Rooker in a car and the next time we see him, he's dead? Well, you think, so there, he's, yeah, so you, they're trying to make you think that Rooker's going up right. to kill Denzel, but it, it, he's just, he's not him. Latifa opens the door and she said, Who, what are you doing here? She gets stabbed to death. Yeah, she's like, she, well, at least it ain't jellyfish. I think, I was surprised that she died for real in this. Oh, like, she they died kill for real? her. Oh, she yeah. dies. They have a party at the end that she's not there. No, she's not. Who needs her? Doesn't have a bandage over her she, middle. She's dead. Yeah, and she but she named herself a queen and didn't earn it. So fuck her. The queen of puzzles is no more. <laughs> she died. Uh, and then uh, Leland Orser, who has been this orderly, has orange hair. What? I think he's kind of got orange hair in uh, this. He's just got Leland Orser hair. And he uh, he what he explains to Lincoln Rhyme that. Uh, His my, one the best line in the movie is is in this sequence. He, okay, I yeah. became a human toilet. I have it right here <laughs> on my notes. <laughs> so he Denzel had caught the he uh, Leland Orser used to be a detective or something or a forensic expert, a walking dude, and he walking the grid himself. But he faked some evidence, put some innocent people behind bars. One of those people killed himself. So Denzel, I don't know how, but he figured it out through his own superior forensics what happened and put <laughs> Leland Orser in jail without knowing his face I guess and then um, 
uh, Lena Lorcer become in jail became became a human toilet. Yeah, that's what he he People, said. Because you know what they do to cops in prison, they you, they take they give you all the all the. Well, at first he said I think he was I think he implies that he was raped. That's which I was like okay, but then he said I became a human toilet, which that's a lot more atypical for somebody. It, that's just that I think what he meant was he was a receptacle. They were plunging into him. They're pooping on him. They're peeing on him. They're rubbing, you know, wet shit on him, so but also like, fucking him. I, I right, but I it just and I think he meant like if the fucking got less interesting because his his hole became the size of of an actual toilet. I think that's what he meant. Is that what he meant? I think he meant my asshole, like was super. I guess because he really like paints a picture with that line and Lincoln rhyme. Was like, oh, I'm, he said, oh, I'm so sorry that happened to you. Like, I Actually, didn't know you were going to become a human toilet. <laughs> uh, and uh, he's he, like, did you have to blow to walk? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> and so I guess this guy comes out of jail and he he's going to create these crimes that Lincoln Rhymes having trouble solving to prove that he's the, the superior forensic expert or the superior intel- intellect. And then. Lincoln Rhyme, like I guess he's just not the you know Leland Orso is not satisfied with the fact that Lincoln Rhyme is cannot move. Well, was he did he did he put him away from his bed? Is that what it was implied? Was he in no, that state when no, he put him away? No, no. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. I think Leland uh, Lincoln Rhyme got hurt late in the game. But yeah. I, I love the fact that there was a moment where Philip Norris is like. Our climax is a fight scene between a quadriplegic and Leland Orser. You know, yeah, it kind of works. And he's like, I don't know what the fuck to do. And then the AD that night in his hotel room slips a copy of Monkey Shines under the door. It can be done. <laughs> it can be done. Well, there's also there's also a sex scene. Not there's no sex scene in this. But Aunt Jolie said she shot nude well, scenes he, for this. And they did. They cut him. Oh, my God. I got to see him. <laughs> so... But uh, I don't think. But anyway, there's a. In, Is it her in, touching in, his finger in, in, in a weird way? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, and and that Denzel said he shot nude scenes for yeah. this. So they it's him blowing into a tube. So this is the goof. Leland is like gonna kill him. He's like, I'm gonna kill you, but yeah. I'm gonna turn you into a vegetable. That's what he says. He yeah. says, "What kind of vegetable do you want to be? Do you want to be a carrot, a zucchini?" Zucchini's a fruit, bro. Come on now. Huh. I got it right here. And you looked it up? I did. Yeah. Botanically, zucchinis are fruits. Mm. I'm just saying, if you're going to be a screenwriter, you know, there's plenty of other vegetables you could pick from. For example, cucumber, also a fruit. Tomato, a fruit. Yeah, obviously, if we learn an attack of the cold tomatoes. Yeah. Uh, But keep in mind this. Maybe the screenwriter is smarter than both of us. Yeah, he's like this guy doesn't know because why would he, he spends all of his time bone collecting? He probably doesn't research fruits and vegetables, so he right. got it wrong. Well, what if that he, he also got it wrong thinking that it's good to kill people? What if he says zucchini and Denzel finally it's the last words like one of yeah what he he's like that's a fruit, buddy. Like he gets a, he gets the one up. Instead, he decides to smash Leland Orser's hand in his bed. It's great. And he gets a, he set, he sets his bed into like emergency mode. Yeah, he crashes on his crushes Leland's hand. I can't remember his name. We'll call him the bone collector or Leland. Yeah. And then Leland's got a bloody hand, and he's on the floor. Uh, Denzel falls off the bed with him, and he starts to whisper. 
Yeah. And Leon, Oldest trick in the book. And Leon's like, what's he saying? I have to get my ear close. And what happens? <laughs> what happens? He gets he gets not on hardcore. <laughs> Lincoln Rhyme eats, his, eats his juggler out. And uh, he tastes of, he vampires hard on him. Yeah. And and the bone collector is surprised. Yeah. He said, I just got, I guess I lost a fight scene to someone who can't move. <laughs> yeah. And he, then he bleeds out and then he's he about. He doesn't die from that. No, he's about to. Stab the daylight. Use his last, he's bleeding out. But he I don't moves. think he's dying. I, I don't think, think, I don't think oh, he's his, dying. His, his throat is looking bad. I don't think he's dying. He's inconvenienced. He's about to stab Lincoln Rhyme. And uh, what happens? Guess who shows up? Jolie shoots her another rat, bro. Yep. Her main, his main squeeze shows up. Do you think it's weird that she shoots him and then Denzel's like, thanks? And she goes, let me walk the grid. Let me walk this grid, man. <laughs> yep. yep. Um, and that's how that movie ends. It's not. Oh, there's an awful scene coming up. So then they don't want to leave you with just Lincoln Rhyme passed out from his exertion. Oh, yeah. and, and Leland Orser... Handicaps him again. He breaks the one thing that works. Oh, he breaks his his finger. That's right. He breaks his finger that works. Unkindest cut. Yeah, because he's been using that finger to tap on a mouse. Yeah, that's his whole time. That's his. That's his arsenal. Brutal. Yeah, and he breaks the one device he has. Yeah, and so then um, they have a party at the end, and Lincoln Rhyme is not in the bed anymore. He is wheelchair bound. He is. He is moving up in the world a little bit. Jolie comes out wearing like a sleek dress. Like she's, it's like a Christmas party. It's looking good. Maybe a birthday party. Uh, Denzel's sister shows up with her husband and kid, and Jolie invited invited them. Like it's like a big sweet thing. She and looks at him like a like they are a fucking married. Couple she looks like point. she's about to have some like steak. Like she, you know, what I'm saying like she is. She wants every dick he's got. She is. <laughs> she is. She is passionate for him, and yeah. he's not. He's excited about this. He this didn't is see like it coming. a prequel to the Sessions, isn't it? What do you mean? Remember that movie? Uh uh-uh. uh John Hawks and Helen Hunt. Oh God, he's paralyzed and it. she's giving it to him. Yeah, but he's not. Is he completely paralyzed? He's got to be. He's got She's. He's shitty. He. His body works from the hips down. I don't think so. I think he's pretty shitty. I don't know. I didn't watch the movie. Yeah, but I know that Helen Hunt's naked in it, and that was uh, enough for me not to see it. <laughs> I don't want to see a friend like that. I like Helen Hunt. I don't want to see her naked. She returned to TV. I don't want to see John Hawks looking hot in the dick. John, oh, that's right, John Hawks. Yeah. Well, and then so there is a silver lining to the Bone Collector because yes. Stephen Hawking was about to commit suicide. Saw this movie, said, "Forget it. I got an idea. I'm going to stay alive and be a genius." <laughs> survive for Stephen Hawking has survived for a long time in that state. The thing that blows my is fuck, it Hawking Hawking. Hawk. Is it Hawking? Hawking. Hawking? Hawking, like he's going to the pawn shop. There's no S. No. I knew that. But uh, that guy was able to communicate using his eyeballs. Yeah. That is not, that is some heart, that is proprietary technology. He is not using DOS or shit for that. That is some wacky ass. Do you think kind of all, like, because he's kind of her boyfriend at the beginning, but she's like kind of treating him like he's just. Meat. Yeah, and uh, you think he shows up to that party with flowers in hand in the deleted scene and sees that well, there's some sweet heat rolling off of that? No, she's like, uh, I'm here with my man. And he's looking around, and he's like, what is it, behind that fucking turkey in the chair? No, dog. What is this asshole's name? You know what his last name was? What? Uh, can't avow on this. What? 
Bobby Reason. Are you serious? <laughs> like, Rhyme or Reason? She gets to pick. I'm Old like, Bobby Reason. What are you <laughs> looking up? You're not looking it up, are you? There is no way they great. Okay, if they gave his character a last name, that's a huge waste of time. <laughs> I hope it's Reason. <laughs> I guarantee it isn't. Oh. What is it? Amelia's boyfriend. Oh, then you have a name. Oh, yeah. Holy shit. What? Gary Swanson. I'll be fucking damned. That's the guy who gets killed at the beginning who plays Alan Rubin is the star of Vice Squad. That blows my mind. Really? Yeah. Um, Oh, my God. They're trying to get out of that back of that car after they fell asleep like a bunch of dummies. Why do you think they're snoozing? Because they had a long flight, and they're billionaires. Did you ever fall asleep in the back of a cab? Absolutely. With with a serial serial killer driving, you never know. You never know until it's too late. Um, oh, the bone collector. We missed a victim. He shoots a cop in this. He does. The cop pulls like this. It's a he's a cabbie cop, and he pulls him over for some violation, and yep. then Leland Orso pulls him in the cab and shoots him. He's got the a, chest. And he has a passenger while that's happening. He's got the he's got two passengers, the couple, the old man and his little suite. Yeah, um, little girl and her son. The funny thing is, Philip Noyce was kind of great for a while. He's unexpectedly like turned into like a a director that like he directed Patriot Games. Yep, like he directed some hits. Dead Calm. He did not direct Dead Calm, did he? I think he did, and I think he did. Uh, he Dead did, Calm's a good did movie. Did he do? I think he did. Did he do? He he did like 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 a John Updike, or he did some something else that was kind of neat. No, uh, he did Rabbit Proof Fence. Rabbit Proof Fence. That's right. I was thinking of Rabbit Run, but yeah, he did Rabbit Proof Fence. He did the Saint. Oh, The Quiet American, which is a great little movie. And he did Dead Calm. Did he do Dead Calm? I didn't know that. Yeah. Dead Calm's a that good movie. That was his breakthrough. Yeah. Like early Nicole Kidman and Sam Neill. And Zane. Billy Zane being, being a good guy in that. He did Blind Fury, which is great. Sliver. Did he do Sliver? Clear and Present, which is great. He, so he did, he did Patriot Games too, right? Yeah. Yeah. And plus he's got a great last name. Yeah. He's still he's like sixty nine. He's pretty young. He did salt. He did do salt. Yeah, I knew that. What do you think of salt? I hated it, and it was a Kurt Wimmer project, which I should have liked by default. I didn't dislike it. I guess written for a guy, right? I think so. Yeah. He's got like he's got a bunch of shit in pre production. He's still directing. He does some TV and hit a movie out last year. What the fuck? He is doing a remake of Gone Baby Gone. A TV movie? Yeah, I see it too. What the fuck? Why would you do that? Who's playing the... It's got my girl in it, though. Who? Christine Lottie. I do like her. Who's the? Who's playing the main character? Casey Affleck? Oh, I don't know. That could have been a series of movies. Don't they have a series of books with those characters? I think they do. Yeah. Um, Morgan Freeman's not in all of them. No, he doesn't. Did he die at the end? No, he just gets goes to jail. Yeah, it's a strange. That's a good movie. I it's like a, it. It's a quite a good movie. He did a movie called Above Suspicion. He was he did The Giver. Dave Goldblum. I mean Bridges. Bridges. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of The Grid. All right. Speaking of and against all odds, he was The Giver. If you remember, let's do our version of Walking the Grid. Okay. Let's do the work. All right. We good. Yeah, we're about we're at that time. We've really crested. The movie's not good. You don't like it, huh? 
No. It's shot well, I guess. I think there's some good acting in it. It just doesn't make... It's kind of mean. Was this post-Oscar, Denzel? <sighs> it's pre-training I mean, it's, pre, it's post-glory, for sure. It's 99. Yeah, so he hadn't done... He had done The Mighty Quinn. That was a big one. He won his Oscar for glory, but did he win two Oscars? He won Training Day. Training Day, obviously. Which I forgot. A miracle performance. But Training Day was after... Was, was Training Day before this or after, after this? this. Has after to be. 2000s, 2000s, yeah. Still a golden movie. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's Denzel's great, actually. When I saw Training Day, I was like, I hope this guy does Suicide Squad, the writer. What? what do you... Didn't David Ayer write it? He did. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Birds of Prey comes out yeah. this week. and anyway. People are seem to like it. Yeah. Yeah. You're not too interested? I'm not interested in it. You won't go see it? I mean, I'm, I might. You zoom in? Maybe. I'm not going to zoom in. No? No. Because we're... I'm oh, not, speaking of birds, there's a parag- peregrine Peregrine in falcon. Yeah. Yeah. Is it that shows supposed up, to be like a spirit animal? At some point, he looks at it. when he's, I think when he's having a stroke, he starts to look at it. Like well, it's, he's Ed O'Neill it. sees it earlier in the film. Yeah, he mentions it. Yeah. And I think, it, yeah, it's there's some kind of tie. It probably is in the books, but didn't make... They didn't do too much with it in the movie. But when he's having a stroke at one point, he kind of locks eyes with it. Yeah. I think... And they were going to try to get um, Eva Green to play that part, but I think he's got sexual uh, chemistry with the bird. That's how good Denzel is <laughs> yeah. in this. He's, he's he's not good in this. He's ro- he has an embarrassing he has an embarrassing job. <laughs> it's just acting in period. Well, I mean, just just in the bed. Some of the dialogue, some of the shit he has to do. Although he does get to say zoom in a lot, which is great. What if they? What if they, they had turned this into a franchise and this, he had like five movies where he's just, they had to figure out different ways to shoot him uh, in the bed looking at monitors. No, I think it'd be great because like one, he's in like this high tech CIA, CIA lab type of thing with a team around him and he's like just talking shit. Mm-hmm. And then there's one where he's in the middle of a park, you know? Right. And there's one where he's like kind of in the, uh, he's like in a spaceship. <laughs> and the way here I saw an ad for robotic legs. Some kind of robotic legs or something. Hmm. Exoskeleton, I guess, but I guess they, they could have gone that route. wonder if they have a... You said there's like a... He would have been a great candidate for STEM. Upgrade? Yeah. They could have upgraded him. Yeah. Well, it would have made Jolie happy, I guess. By but the like way... Like you said, she might have not... Today, won. we're recording this after finding out that the star of the Fury has left us. Kirk Douglas. He's gone. Yeah. Well, we've mentioned how we've been, pre- we've been astounded by his longevity on the yeah. show. Couple times, yeah, 103, I think. 103, yeah. He checked out today. You know what's weird? Mm-hmm. I was, I was, he was on nobody's death pool. Everybody thought he'd just keep going. Yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of people on there on Twitter I have seen they were, they were criticizing old Kirk Douglas for. I did not know this, but apparently he, um, was accused by Natalie Wood of some impropriety. You know, like rape, for example, when she was young. I did not ever hear this. But, but he doesn't have any NBA titles, so nobody, you know, so they're so they're yelling at him. People were yelling at Kobe too. Nobody was yelling at Kobe. A little bit. I, don't know, I didn't. I didn't ever hear that about him. So I, I guess I didn't. It's not like I followed Kirk Douglas. I life. think Kirk Douglas was a force of nature uh-huh. that had to just take. He had to take. I shouldn't have done that. She was like fifteen, man. 
was like, man, that's awful. <laughs> Natalie Wood? Yeah. She's dead. She died young. Super young. Do you so think, anyway, do you I didn't think... know any of this stuff. So people were, if you look on Twitter, people, a lot of people are talking about that for some reason, I guess. Because I, 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 I didn't ever heard of it before. The um, best thing about I know that some people think that Natalie Wood was murdered. I know yeah. that. Oh, she was murdered. But the best the best news today, mm-hmm. in a day of a lot of bad news, yeah. was the news that Harvey Weinstein had to show they had his dick photos in the Are courtroom. Sh- they had to take like five pictures of a naked Harvey Harvey Weinstein and the entire court had to see pictures of Why? his deformed pe- his deformed penis. So they and so the They had to show his dick to everybody. Because it was somebody describing it and they yeah. had to Okay. So his dick, there was, a, go to Vice, there's a great article about his <laughs> deformed dick. Everybody had to look at it. <laughs> well, he's also, this guy's, I mean, he is a rapist, so. Yeah. That's a, uh, you think he'll be in jail? It seems like he's headed towards jail. I don't think so. You don't? No. I live in a world where I don't trust anything anymore. <laughs> What's the over-under on him becoming a human toilet? <laughs> uh, I mean, he already is one, I guess, right. but. Yeah, he sucks. Yeah. Can I zoom in? Yeah. Mind if I say this? Yeah. He sucks. Yeah, he sucks, but, man, Townsend Miss Ripley is so good. <laughs> it's like one of the few movies he let out. Yeah, he didn't let it do the proper version out, though. What does that mean? There's a three-and-a-half-hour version that Mignola, Mignola did that was supposed to be the theatrical release. And, like the masterpiece. He, he killed it, yeah. Do you think uh, they'll ever release that? They won't, and because Mignola's wife won't do it. Why? She's bitter or something like that. Because William Horberg was one of the producers on Don't Be Afraid of the Dark, and he's one of the producers of that. Uh-huh. So that's all we talked about was that movie. Did he love that cut? He said that it's it's one of the, it's 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 one of the best movies ever. Well, I love the it's the a great, it's a masterpiece as yeah. it is. He said that the the uncut version is just astounding. It's, it's perfect. And the wife, after he died, I don't think she wanted anything to do with his work after that. Yeah. So there is a there is a pristine version of the director's cut of that film. That maybe someday it'll come seen. out. Yeah. And maybe someday the the director's cut of this will come out. What I'm hoping is the bone collector gets the wife, forces her, <laughs> cuts her bone out first. Cuts though. her bone out. Yeah, <laughs> covers her in rats. That's a gross wound in this. He the the woman that he kills the steam that gets killed by steam. He cuts her uh, like her her tibia. I guess tibia. And there's a big like underarm. Like rectangle wound that he just took. It's the like bone it's out. like her it's like her Terminator spot. Ugh. Yeah, that's a rough. That's a spot the Terminator would get to see his mechanics. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Terminator spot. And that's they just call it. the Terminator spot. Yeah, Grey's Anatomy. I read it. And uh, she is. Yeah, he bone he bones her out. Yeah, yeah, he bones out. He it's like he treats her like yeah operation. Yeah, that's and, what kind of reminds me of the says, game. There's a line. She goes, "The worst is behind me." <laughs> he said, "Help, help!" He, he treated me like the game operation where he pulled a bone out of me. She, she, he did the Terminator move on me, and then now I'm, I, I and I hate Steam. And she said, does, "In that game operation, does it? Is it? I can't remember. Is it? Does the does the nose go red, or is the Steam envelope?" And I'm Is he upside body? down and dead? <laughs> is he handcuffed on that game? Operation underrated board game. Yeah, yeah. Is that that's my ringtone? I, I have never lost that game to Michael J. Fox. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Um, that's that's a, is that a sound that you like? The Operation Buzz? Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 That was the shooting title for Toy Story. I played the game wrong for so long, for so many years. Oh. I thought you were supposed to try to make, make that sound. Oh, I, I think you meant you had it upside down. 
It's like, this is just red. And there's like a battery compartment. Do you think they were surprised about how well that sold? <laughs> Tweezers? Yeah. Is the, is the main instrument? I'll tell you what, though. Uh, Three Stooges Mo is still getting royalty checks from that. Oh. Didn't they use his likeness for it? Did they really? No. It kind of does look like him, isn't it? The same. They should update that. They do. Every once in a while you could see, like, they'll do, like, a Minions version. Are you kidding? No. Oh, my God. Yeah. They should do the bone collector version of this and just have it remove the arm part. Just a human toilet. Yeah. And then you can just just throw a bunch of rats, like little rats (laughs) Or it's Denzel's character and nothing buzzes. (laughs) (laughs) Does that hurt? Nope. I guess that's that could have been like the product I I did. Damn it. Yeah. Anyway, all right. Okay, so uh, if you were inserted into the world of the Bone Collector, yeah, what role would you, what shape would your performance take? Oh man, do you have any idea? Have you thought of this? Yeah, I'm a I'm 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 a guy who uh, who who uh, skid- skedaddled up mm-hmm. from the wharf. I have just I've just uh, pulled out my crab cage from the water, and there it is rife with with crustacean life. Okay. And I don't have a kitchen. Mm-hmm. And I get a hot tip that there's going to be a plentiful amount of steam nearby. <laughs> okay. So I'm holding my cage right in front of that lady as that shit goes off. You got to get out of there, though. No, no, I'm holding I've got a wrought iron thing in my hand, plenty of room. Do you realize that she's there? I don't, yeah, but she's just a, yeah. And that's why that I'll never get my crab to taste the same way again because it's got essence of Susan. But I am the fisherman with the biggest smile, uh-huh. walking walking home with my little crab trap right. filled with delight. Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, Angelina Jolie or Amelia's uh, ex child model agent, <laughs> trying to get her to call on her constantly, trying to get her to come back to the biz. Yeah, because you know they make a big deal. They I guess they had felt they had to write that into the script because she's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Jolie, she's so unique. You know, she looks like a female John Voight completely. It's like a spinning image. Yeah. Um, is that they? They said, well, we, she can't just be a cop. We have to have her have like a model pass. So yeah. they dropped that line. Uh, McGlone says to her, "Used to be a model." Well, he's, he's looking at her modeling pictures. Yeah. yeah. Hey, you modeled. Yeah. And she's like, uh, uh, "Yeah." And he goes, "You were in Hackers." And then he went to the the victim. You were in Foxfire. He went to the steam lady. He goes, "You're modeled." You're modeled. <laughs> so anyway, I'd be I'd be constantly blowing up her phone. Yeah, I'd be like, um, "Hey, I heard your dad uh, killed himself. I'm so sorry." And I heard you're depressed on the beat. I heard you're tired of walking the grid. I heard, I heard you're some, tired of having sex with a perfectly fit man. I heard you're trying. Heard they keep trying to get you to cut off hands. Can I can I interest you in to come back to modeling? Modeling. Yeah, yeah. I got a Sears ad that could use you. You know, I, I would be small time. I would be magazine ads. He's like, I could put a grid on the catwalk. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I'd try to, then I'd be like, and I'd be desperate because you, I'd be broke. So I'd be trying to get Lincoln Ryan to model too. <laughs> Are you tired of kill that person? Let me introduce you to L. McPherson. <laughs> Freaking rhymes, yeah. But uh, then I, my photographer would be trying to work with Lincoln Rhymes, 
He's like, can you just give me a little more? <laughs> the fuck? Yeah. No. Slapping and they the, and he's having a seizure and the photo the photographer is losing. He's, yes, you got it. Yes, don't stop. <laughs> Put a little like uh, boa <laughs> on his neck, you know, just props. Yeah, yeah, boa collector. <laughs> and then you see hanging from his little cute camera, little monkey. So if you were to get a tattoo, yeah, a little tattoo from the bone collector on your person. There's still some real estate left. Where are you going to get it? And what are you getting? Like I said, that Cannaval, because of Cannaval, his tattoos is tempting. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So at one point, we forgot to tell everybody why it's important that Latifah is a puzzle genius. As at one point, Lincoln Rhyme has her piece together some evidence. Uh, that is... Uh... Dumb? <laughs> On his computer screen. And he's... They're moving it around, so he's, she's piecing together these, this, this piece of paper, yeah. and she sees, she finds a face. Well, he... Yeah, I mean... It's like a page, right? It's, it's, so, it's so thin. It made people really... One of the reasons that the Da Vinci Code was successful is because that was what that was the toolbox that the people had been previously working with yeah. when it came to like uh, high concept <laughs> puzzles and shit. She was like, "I think it looks like a face." So anyway, I get my tattoo would be uh, um, on my uh, shoulder, just mm-hmm. like in the same spot that you know Bobby Cannavale has on his. But I'd get Queen Latifah putting together a puzzle. <laughs> I'd get that's my tattoo. Putting nice. together a 500 piece puzzle. And just her likeness hunched over the little <laughs> table, like the TV tray. Yeah. You know, working on that. Thelma. Yeah. Thelma, yeah. She's mm-hmm. she's a shit nurse in this in this movie. She takes care of him. She actually does a good she job. She also eavesdrops on top secret police activity mm-hmm. constantly. She also gets brutally murdered. Yeah. I, she, I'm surprised that she died so hard. I, well, this was before she was a name, I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Were you surprised she ate shit at the end of this? <laughs> well, I just like the fact that, uh, I mean, if you look in the pantheon of cinema, Lena Orser has done some big business. Uh-huh. What do you? What's your favorite role of his? Faults? I don't, what? He's a movie called Faults. Oh. Alien Resurrection? No, I mean, he's he obviously seven. He's got a memorable scene. Saving Private Ryan, he's got a memorable scene. Very well, who, bad things. What's he in Saving Private Ryan? He's a, a soldier that they have a conversation with when they're looking for Matt. Um, I I think it might be it might be very bad things because we can see a lot of Leland. It's in getting that. a big uh, new Blu-ray or uh, release soon. About time. Did you tell me that? I you might not. have told me. I don't that. think I did. Okay. Maybe I did. What tattoo would you get, sir? So I would have. Uh, it mine would be kind of a, a a little bit of an inside insider thing, mm-hmm. a kind of meta. On one on one uh, forearm on this side, I'd have uh, Denzel and the word bubble of him saying "tattoo mode," and then on the other forearm in the same exact spot, it would be that screen, and inside the screen of the screen would be a tattoo of Denzel saying "tattoo mode." <laughs> pretty meta. It is pretty meta. Yeah. So these are on opposite shoulders, like um, but, but forearms. Both both forearms. Yeah. 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 
It's, wow. kind of, it's kind of like, and you have to, when I introduce myself to somebody, I always show them the, the, the correct arm first. And they're like, oh, where's the rest? Oh, it's over here. Because they're, they're looking at, well, that's only, obviously only half of the bone collector reference. Right. Yeah. I get nervous, like, because sometimes I think about really getting these tattoos. Yeah. And I get nervous to go out and in public and hear someone say, uh, are you paying tribute to Thelma from Bone Collector? Yeah. Is that what you? Yeah. 500 yeah. pieces? Yeah. It's tough. Yeah. I have 500 big, yeah. Rest in pieces, Thelma. <laughs> um, killed by Leland Orser. It's pretty suck. Married to? Leland Orser? Uh-huh. He's married to somebody cute. Not in your opinion, but in my opinion, yes. Oh, don't say he's married to the girl from uh, Mad Men. I don't know who that is. The girl from Invisible Man. No, Elizabeth Moss? Yeah. No, so who's he, who's he in? No, it's uh, Basic Instinct. Michael Douglas? Not Sharon Stone? George Zunza? No. Gene Triplehorn? Yep. Oh, my, I don't like her. You don't like her? He, But he's still batting out of his league. <laughs> well, that's for sure. Yeah. Triplehorn is an all-time butte. <laughs> I'd say. I mean, Triple Horn and Orser sounds like two characters from The Land Before Time. <laughs> the Triple Horn Orser wedding. <laughs> Do you take this? Nobody. And they're, I, and they're like, can you specify who you're talking to? <laughs> I, Gene Triple Horn, take Leland Orser. Leland Orser. That is a lot of name. That's a that's a name that you wonder if it is made up. Did he is it his stage name? There's no way. Think, there's no way. There's no way. Although I like that he's really thin because uh-huh. I could watch Needful Things and think about him a little bit. Cause Why? Because Le- Leland Gaunt. Oh my god. <laughs> he is a he is a prolific actor a mainstay we love him you and i talk about him every once in a while we bring him up leland he's a fun name to say but he's also a welcome presence in movies i hated seeing him be bad in this i like my leland a little bit uh he's on the sweet the, side i like it i like him sweet not sour he's usually put upon he's usually a nebbish yes yeah or or fucking somebody to death with a sharp dick <laughs> that's that is one of the most disturbing yeah, scenes in any movie I think is but it. I still like Saving Private Ryan even though <laughs> that scene <laughs> <the build-up. laughs> yeah. um, alright so, so uh, yeah tattoos we're building something we're building a, a theme park or some sort of an attraction oh, yeah. based upon the bone collector right yeah I mean I like my idea about the operation game but I, I feel like I said it too early plus you're the one that said it should be Lincoln Rhyme I think I might do a uh, a bed and breakfast. Okay. Where you're Lincoln Rhymes, basically. <laughs> right. So, so you're immobile for a week. And they just feed you through a tube and you shit through a tube. And you, you know, you watch TV. And then people come in and ask you important for, to solve important things. Right. right. It's almost like a, an escape room, but it's for everybody else. Right. Like they, they're uncomfortable around you and they need to out. <laughs> they need to out? They need to get out. They see you and they feel really sick and right. they leave. So it's like an escape room for everybody else. But it's your bed and breakfast. It's your fault? Yeah. Well, it's because you're gross. Yeah. Okay. You, you smell like shit. Mm-hmm. You can't move. Right. Um, 
and there's bones. Right. Yeah. So I would my I would do a video game. I'd commission a video game for the Bone Collector video game. Did they make one? Yeah. Yeah. yeah they actually that's why the play, the PlayStation Three was created. Um, for the Bone Collector video yeah. games, yeah. And then um. And then the power there's a power up. Okay. Whenever he is eight spinach, he can move his finger a little faster. <laughs> the no, my idea would be you you would not play Lincoln Rhyme. And you would not play Amelia Donahue? Donahue? Mm-hmm. Donahue, whatever. You'd play Michael Rooker's character. Okay. And the whole point of the game was you would try to get people to stop from walking the grid. It's <laughs> pretty good. You know? Yeah. So every time they just declared that they were going to walk the grid or try to walk the grid behind your back, you would try to push them away from the area, you know, keep them off. Yeah. The, you know, and that's the whole, that's every level new crime scene same objective yeah yeah don't walk the grid mm-hmm. they did do an adaptation of this and then at the end how you win uh-huh. you get brutally murdered in the hallway <laughs> by Leland Orser <laughs> so good they did make a game for this they did yeah okay it's crazy taxi <laughs> bone collector edition yeah if I were to review this movie I would say cab fare <laughs> It didn't get good reviews. No. But it made some money. And yeah. now they're doing a TV show. Which is... Do you think he? They think the actor in the new one studied Denzel? No. Although, I bet you he's he's wearing that as a badge. Mm. He's like, uh, yeah, the, the, only the best get this job. Right. Denzel Washington and my un, unknown ass. So they... One of the pieces of trivia of this movie is that the character's name in the books, uh, uh, Jolie's character is Amelia Sachs, and they decided not to name her Sachs because it sounded too much like sex. That's true. So in the TV show, they switched it back. And I got to say, yeah, it sounds like sex. They were right. <laughs> uh, I don't know what channel it's on. Is it on like one of the main? Like, oh, NBC? that's why I don't watch Awakening, so they keep getting hard. Yeah, Oliver Sacks. He's he, kind of a handsome man back in his Robin Williams, Oliver Sacks. Oh, didn't he? Well, who's the guy that wrote that book? Was it Oliver Sacks? I guess that's not Robin. Whose character was Robin Williams? Robin well, Williams. De Niro's character was the victim. Yeah, yeah. I think Oliver the, Sacks is kind of like he was a writer, right? He thought he was yeah. kind of a sweetie. I think he was like yeah, a handsome man. He died recently, oh, fairly probably. recently. Yeah. So did Robin Williams. Not so recently. Yeah. Um. We all die, though. It's part of the fucking master plan. Zoom in. I went out. Um, you're on an island. Yeah. You've accumulated a, a, a proportional amount of debris from all these different projects. Yes. And now it's time for you to take something from the bone collector and nestle it someplace special. Yeah. And this place is getting filled out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you got options. Right. Well, I'd take, I'd take that, just the... The face in the rocks, the guy, the, the guy's face. Yeah, that disturbing, dusty face peeking out of the rocks. Yeah, um, with gravel in its mouth, and that would be my like doormat. That's fucking perfect. Yeah, it's yeah. disturbing. Yeah, it's also a reminder of, um, you know, mortality and yeah, you know, to live it, in fullest every day. It's perfect. You'd pick that because it's disqualified from my island. You were going to take it? No, I can't. It's disqualified. 
but you're tempted. I couldn't. I'm I not allowed. Gi- I could have gifted it. Uh, no, I can't. I can't have it. Mouth's full. <laughs> it's like breaks every fucking rule. Um, well, you'll be pleased to see me traipsing around my island in some male clothing. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because I've got a gigantic raincoat. Yeah? A oh. giant Mike McGlone raincoat that he wears that is way too big for Mike McGlone. You know, the bone collector also wears like a like a big old coat. I don't remember. He's almost looking like the um, uh, the killer from I know what you did last summer, the fisherman. Yeah, and Subbuse Watson. Yeah, but you you what take was name? What was the villain's name in that? I don't, it's oh, I can't remember it. He had, he had the hook. You're right. He had a hook. Yeah. Anyway, so you take McGlone's coat. I'd have his gigantic. Boring ass trench coat. Let me ask you. But I'm. But this is why you take it. Yeah. Because it has some McGlone musk on it. It does for a while. Right. Soon to be over overtaken. Right. But no, I just like the idea of uh, of uh, me just parading around that island proudly with it on. Because it's a it's a it's a it's a weird look. It's a strange look. He got slick back hair. He's got his trademark as this slick back, slick back hair and and that 80s voice hair. and that voice. Yeah, look, what's his voice? He's just got that you know like that kind of private eye voice. That kind of uh, mm-hmm. you know Boston private eye. Yeah. He's so young in this. Yeah, he is. This is he d- he actually does look old enough to be in in that role. Yeah, that's why he's like a rookie. Yeah. And, you know, Denzel's like, where do you find these guys, uh, Ed O'Neill? Yeah. Why are you bringing them to my chambers? You know. And uh, Tifa's like, shh, I'm on the last piece. Yeah. But she can't find it. She's like, it's so frustrating. I can't find the last piece, and it's on her underarm. You know, it's stuck. You know how when you put puzzles together? Yeah, on her underarm? And then you, like, you're looking, you're looking, and the puzzle piece is, like, stuck to your skin. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's embarrassing. Yeah. So did you, speaking of voices, you said McGlone's voice, you like it. What about Eddie Burns' voice? It's soft. It's, it's kinda- not a cinema voice. It's a scratchy voice. Yeah, it's a. It's not made for the big screen. Ed Burns. Yeah, his voice. Yeah, that's actually his Achilles' voice. Because he he's he's a good looking guy. He he, he, car- oh, he yeah. carves a striking. Married figure. a supermodel. Ed, Ed Burns. He's, he's he's dated several. Married Turlington. Turlington. Yeah. Oh yeah, we we talked about this first. Yeah. But he's he's got a list of sweets in his back in his back catalog. Do you know where McGlone got that coat from, right? Yeah, I do. Where? Tarlington Coat Factory. Yes. yes that's, a, that's an old joke by you. You remember that? Yeah. Was that on the movie Microscope? No. That was on the old, old yeah, one? Old yeah, old one. Um, <laughs> had, we've had these conversations about Ed Burns several times. Yeah. Well, people need to be reminded. Because the thing is, we get older. The listeners get are, are new. They replenish. Hmm? Huh? Maybe. Maybe. I think... Yeah, I think we talked about his movies. I think I maybe even ripping you off or myself off of him movies going straight to like uh, a CD-ROM or something. Yeah. Or I don't care. He, Edward Burns needs to be people be, need to be reminded that there was a time in in our cinematic history where a guy could do that and and make it. He that, never those went, days are over. He never went the Kevin Smith route where he would just sequelize all his films. But you said that he does kind of sequelize all his films. He just makes the same movie over and over. Yeah, I mean, he, he changed. I mean, but there's he, no Brothers McMullen, too. No, but... Or she's, Uncle, uh, Uncle's McMullen. Like, Sidewalks in New York, and she's the one, and mm-hmm. whatever the one he did right after that, the wedding one. 
right? they're all they all carry a lot of well, the he same. started his movies like he's one of those guys that like he started off on top like he's his his first two movies were his most like important successful films and then he never really like to he you know tarantino started off strong and kept strong yeah he didn't he never recovered he's kind of like uh eric schaefer remember eric schaefer yeah. or uh um what are some other people like that There's well i mean Tarantino's role models were pulpy guys and this mm-hmm. and that. And Burns' role model is this... I forgot the guy's name. I, I had it in my head in a second ago. He's a nobody. No, I know. He talks about this guy. Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember. But I, I read an article where he was singing this guy's praises. Yeah. Yeah, and he's a guy that's... And so he has done... He succeeded in emulating that guy's kind of yeah. meteoric and instant descent. But the thing is, Tarantino... I mean, uh, Burns was never a stylized... There's no style to his filmmaking. Mm-hmm. It was all dialogue. And well, it was, it was low budget. Like it's low he, budget. Shoestring. He would say, yeah. yeah, low budget. Shoestring stuff. But he he did Henry cast... Henry J ja... Jaglum or something. Yeah, yeah. Is that how you say it? I think so. Yeah, uh, but he he started off trying to cast one of the best actresses in my lifetime. Yeah, Maxine Bonds. Maxine Bonds. Yeah, fantastic. Still, <laughs> Although <laughs> still working, I think. Yeah, at the at the. At the fucking Hobby Lobby in her hometown. But the uh, he he has given great work to some actors. Like David Krumholtz got some great stuff from him. Brittany Murphy had some good work from him. Right. Diaz had, I mean, like, so he... He got Diaz when she was on the rise, though. Yeah. She was kind of like... Speaking, speaking of people who are no longer on the rise. She quit acting. She's quit. Well, she's, her, she's done with it. I, it that's, that's the story. She telling. went out strong, huh? Oh, Counselor? That's a good movie. I think it was her last movie. Maybe she had one more after that. You know, she had to be sitting pretty, though, watching that Charlie's Angels box off going, huh, thought it was easy, didn't you? I saw, like, a Charlie's Angel. I was at Target last night. They had a Charlie's Angels uh, action figure. It's somehow still sitting on the shelf. I didn't. Was um, it from the movie? Or was it like a... I think it was from the movie. Oof. Yeah. From the new movie? Yeah. Okay. Oof. Yeah. Um, by the way, I was at Best Buy today, and they had a uh, 4K, whatever you call it, high-D HD, one of those fancy Blu-rays yep. of the original Charlie's Angels. The original movie. Yeah. With McG did. Yep. Which, which I is like. kind of good. I kind of like that. I kind of like sequels. Glover and Rockwell, right? Mm-hmm. Rockwell's great in that. Everybody's good in that, though. I, you know, Diaz is great in those movies. So is Lucy Liu. And more pretty good. Oh, Barrymore, that's right. But, it, you know, I like the th- the second one's called Full Throttle. It's got a, Chris, got a kind of a deranged Crispin Glover performance on it. Like, Wasn't he in the first one, too? I think so, but I think he's more prominent in the yeah. second one. Who's the villain in the second one? Demi Moore. Oof. Yeah. That's kind of her comeback, one of her comebacks. McGee did that one, too? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm surprised I never did, like, a third one. Those movies were pretty successful. Yeah. Anyway. And and you think about now, it's like where, we're, we're, where they're trying to shoehorn... They're trying to shoehorn female leads into movies. Yeah, that was organic and it was great, and it wasn't. They weren't hypersexualized. Yeah, they were kind of. Well, I mean, Diaz was, but she was a weapon. She wasn't. You know, she was in on it. And uh, Lucy Liu, I read an article. She's like an artist. I, I love Lucy Liu so, so much. Do I. And I got to hang out with her on her best movie. You hung out with her? Yeah. Tell me about this. I was on the set of X versus Sever. Oh, we have to do that. We have to do it. I mean that. We have to promise. Isn't people. that the lowest rated movie of all time? I think so. Yeah. 
And you and I saw it together. We saw the screening. Together. I did a screening. I was proud. Yeah. yeah. It's awful. Who's the chaos directed it? Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. But Lucy Liu is, uh, she's a good act. I think she's a really good actress. My favorite move. Very in talented. Rope. Very pretty. Um, she's cool. Yeah, she's still pretty as hell. And she's learning, for, learning uh, she's learning on elementary. I guess it's over. But elementary she, was a huge hit for her. She, uh, she was Watson on that. And she was, uh, she was trading words with one Johnny Lee Miller. She was Watson and she was his muse. Taking it back to, I know what you did last summer. That's right. Do you remember his name? The Gorton? Yeah. Gorton's Fisherman? What is his name? I'm surprised we don't know. Isn't it, is, isn't it the Fisherman or something? Maybe. By the way, we have a shit world right now. Yep, we do. But Kevin Williamson's not in charge of anything. So it's a fair trade-off. Is he still working? God, I hope not. Oh, he's such a piece of shit. KW? Oh, he's such a dog shit man. Fisherman. Benjamin Willis, Fisherman. I Benjamin, killed it. Benjamin Willis is his name in the movie. Yeah. He was mad because they killed his son. In the movie. Not Muse Watson. No. Yeah. That's a that's a that's a pretty terrible franchise. Isn't that Wes Craven's fault? No. Yes, he, he produced those. Did he produce them? Like, he probably made some money off them, but that's a it's a Jennifer Love Hewitt. Didn't stave franchise. off the Reaper form though, did it? Still dead. I think Jennifer Love Hewitt dies at the end of the second one. And you know who else is in that shit? Jack Black. Philippe. Yeah, he gets killed in the first. Huh. So does Sarah Michelle Gellar. And Freddie Prinze is in there. Holy shit. And there's some other people I just don't remember. That was a really tough time to be a fan of movies. <laughs> and then the sequels got like I stole Brandy or something in it. Like it's, Who? You know, that singer Brandy. I think oh. she's in it. I think. And Jennifer Love Hewitt comes back. I'm sure Freddie Prinze is in there, too. He was in a different franchise, too, wasn't he? Was that his franchise? Well, yeah, but that was his claim to fame? I think it's him in that. Whew. Am I right about Brandy in the second one? Oof. She might have be... been in a Scream movie. We need to do the... And Jack Black gets, like... Jack Black's in it? He's, he gets he smokes weed, and then he gets, like, killed... Like hard on it. That's all I remember. It's a tough time to be alive. I'm probably wrong about Brandy. I feel bad. All right. Was she Moesha? I don't know. That's a great question. I still know what you did last summer. That's awesome. Um, Brandy's in it. I'm the best. Freddie Prinze in there. Mackay Pfeiffer. Um, Oh my God. Matthew... uh, Settles in it from... Uh, yes, she was Moesha. Um, what's Matthew Settle in? He was in like Band of Brothers or something? I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Come on now, Jeffrey Combs in that? John Hawk's in there! Oh my gosh, that's a huge cast. You 571. Yeah, but what else is he in? He's in either that or the sub-movie. It's not the sub-movie. It must be Band of Brothers. Yeah, he was. Wow, you, you nailed it. Yeah. Way to know who Matthew Settle is. <laughs> And that's enough. <laughs>